we're, we're we're really funny people. We are. It may not come across it, but we are. We're Ask right. anybody who knows. Ping me. I'll I'll tell you. I'm I'm hysterical. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Welcome to episode 17 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. I'm John Ando, along with my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. And we are here to, you know, I was thinking about this today. We always say that we are a small business, here for small business, uh, helping small business. But really, you know, you could be a big business and listen to us. We're, we're, I think we have information for all kinds of businesses and entrepreneurs and startups and everything else. And I would ju- agree. And just people who just generally like to hear encouraging people because, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm just really sick and tired about everybody being sick and tired about everything. So that's kind of where I'm at. I would agree. So, I would agree. I wasn't at the office 30 minutes today, and my dear friend was already over it. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about taking your customer service from a customer service to a customer experience. And this is really something that Angel, this is her thing. So today I am going to put the spotlight on her and I'm going to let her shine because I'm telling you, uh, if you have a business, if you have customer service in any form, and let's face it, even if you're you know, a house painter and you just take calls on your cell phone, customer service is still important. So uh, we're going to let put the spotlight on her. We're going to uh, let her tell you the keys, the do's and don'ts, and how to work through them with customer service, taking it from a customer service to a customer experience on today's program. Angel and I celebrated our fourth anniversary. Woo! And uh, one thing we we haven't talked a lot about, we talk a lot about our businesses and coffee makers and different things that we like, but we don't, uh, we haven't talked a lot about some of the things we actually, that kind of drew us together. And one of the things that, that I have loved since the 80s and even more, I'm always a comedy guy. And one of the things I found out about Angel very early in our in our dating was you love comedians. So Oh, I'm obsessed. Where people watch Netflix nonstop on Stranger Things and, you know, I do like Star Trek and so forth. We can always, we watch and rewatch so many great comedians. We love comedians. It's such a... It's been a passion of mine since I can remember. And back in the day, before there was such a thing as being able to record something, I would take my my tape player, that is a cassette player yeah. for those of you out there who are young, and I would put it in front of the TV. Yes. And if it was a Saturday Night Live episode with Eddie Murphy and a bunch of great people, I would record it, and then I would memorize the entire skit. If you, if you wanted some of our top comedians to listen to, John Panetta. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He I says nay, nay. Nay, nay. And then, of course, uh, John Mulvaney. Mulaney. Mulaney. Is it Mulaney? I thought it was John Mulvaney. There's no V in there. Okay, I'm Mulaney. sorry. Mulaney, who is a former writer from Saturday Night Live, and he was occasionally a, a, a cast guy on Saturday Night Live, but he's got stand-up, and his delivery, it's smart, it's um, inappropriate at times, and it's not, it's it's, it's not kid-friendly, but it is so funny. It is just, yeah. I I heart him deeply. Yes, we love him very much. And then, of course, what what Angel referred to as her spirit animal, yes, Kathleen Madigan. Kathleen Madigan. If you have not seen Kathleen Madigan, she's got several Netflix specials. She she's is been around forever. She is uh, just uh, funny in uh, every possible way. She especially she spent. So we got to go for yes. our anniversary. Uh, we had tickets for for Kathleen Madigan's Hot Dog and Angels tour, which we thought was very funny since Angels' name, and it was, but she had nothing about that in there. Yeah, there was no word, and there was nothing about any angels or hot dogs. I was wanting to hear her say my name, but oh, it's fine. She went on and on about her parents and 
uh, getting in the town car and going to Mexico and buying drugs and stuff like that. All these funny stories that, you know, very much apply to us in our in our season of life right now with our parents and everything. And it was just... But I, well, the reason I would recommend her, unlike a lot of other comedians, is that she's extremely smart. She is well-read. She watches the, you know, she watches the news. Um, she connects with people. But it's not about herself. It's about just, hey, this is a situation and here's where it is and here's my family and my you know, my brothers and sisters, and it's everything yeah. you can relate to. If it's you awesome. have a chance to uh, listen to Kathleen Madigan, uh, we're huge fans. And, you know, the thing that I wanted to have with uh, this podcast is that if you could hang out with Angel and I when we go out and do stuff, uh, and we don't sit and regurgitate other comedians, we are we, we really do come up with some really funny things. And, and I have to say, if if I listen through our podcast, we're not nearly as funny on the podcast as we are in real life. And I don't know. We have to work on that because we're well, really funny people. I think it's because we're, we censor ourselves yeah, because we true. are trying to be PG-13. You interviewed me on last week's episode about TV and radio advertising, which mm -hmm. we had a lot of response on. And thank you so much, everybody who's listening to us. You're making us like a big time podcast. And we appreciate that. I like it's just really really cool. We're very excited and we're glad we're helping people out there. Let me interview you from a standpoint of people who do not know who you are. Okay. Obviously, you do you are the master of cupcakes. And if you didn't see the beautiful cake video I did, you need to go to our Instagram and see the cake video. That was a naked cake. It's called a naked iced cake, and it's basically where you're you put very little icing on the outside to give it kind it of a sculptured. rustic mm -hmm. type of feel. Everything, of course, you know, is rustic these yes, days. Yes, it is. So, uh, but I really, the, the video just out, you know, totally made that cake but shine. It was beautiful. But the cake I, looked great. And but it, that video really... So Angel has beautiful. a cupcake business, but yes. her real gig for mm -hmm. now, 26 years? 26 years officially with the current company. And then if you look at anything I did prior to that through... Um, jobs that I had in college and the job I had out of college before I got my you current You did retail. Gig. It's, to me, every bit you, of everything I ever did was customer service. Did you work at Chess King? I did not work at Chess King. I thought King. you worked at Chess King. I did not. Oh. No, I worked at a place called, well, I think there's still some around, but maybe there's not. I don't think there's any in Columbus. It's called Fashion Bug. Oh, Or as my grandmother bug. referred to it as Fashion Bag. <laughs> um, so that was always her thing. Fashion Are you still bag. working at the Fashion Bag? Yes, Grandma, nice. I'm still working oh, at the Fashion Bag. Oh, if you bag. had worked at Chess King. I love Chess King. Uh, anyway, that's yeah. another topic. Anyway, yes. so so you've done with you've dealt with customer service your whole life. Yes. And so let's talk about what you do specifically now. So your company, it's a Fortune 500. It's it's global, and many divisions. So you have a division that you have a call center for Correct. that takes customer service calls. Correct. So we yes. So we are an inbound call center. Customer service was the main thing that I used to teach. So if all if, the time, if I called your company and and the specific call center you're responsible for and said, okay, I need to talk to a supervisor. Is that going to be you? Are you getting getting the call transferred to you? Or is unfortunately it not. Okay. Um, that we do have supervisors there that so, manage it, but a lot of times things will come my way. So are you? If the, I need to, are you the person then? When I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm now being the uh, the cross examiner in a trial. Then are you the person, ma'am, who when the recording says this call is being monitored or recorded for customer or quality whatever, assurance? Quality assurance. Are you the person who listens to that tape? I am the person who must listen to those tapes. So you, yes. so those tapes are being listened to by people in yes, most cases. Yes, they are. Wow. A lot of times they are, and and what and we're not listening to. Every single one because we would probably jump out a window. Um, but we do listen to quite a few. And all we are looking for, at least in my world, was we're looking for some key points 
because every and our again ours is a call center and based right. on what we do it's very different than if you were in a call center for a credit card company or a call center for a lingerie company or a call ce- or a place where it's a dispatch location for a trucking company right. it's very different so you have to again like we've always said keep your audience or your customer in mind mm-hmm. business to business um, when you're dealing with people within your organization, and, and you should you're, still provide customer service. And so you're in your company, in your call center, you're dealing more business to business, typically. I'm, Correct. So. Yeah. Yep. But these, what you're about to share with us also applies to just, you know, you've got a restaurant, you've got a... Anything. 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 I mean, to me, it's it's just, for me, it's never been difficult because it's just who I am. Um in the sense of the way I, I treat people, the way I want to be treated, that old golden rule. Um, I learned, you know, some fancy terms for mm-hmm. it per se, but... Give me one. Um, I don't have one now. Okay. Well, just, I said that now. Let, well, let, let me so give you ahead. Let me give you one that I... Because I, I recently had a client, really impressive client. I mean, they are, they're top end and they kept referring to best practices. Oh, goodness, yes. And that has become a word I'm beginning to really use in my vocabulary now because I really like it. Now, I would normally... <laughs> I would normally just said something like, "Let's do things good." Yes, <laughs> but there, I like best practices. This be, and I kept see they kept saying it at every video, oh, every yeah. interview. It's all business vernacular. But yeah. again, we we have several best practices document, and that word is thrown around for everything okay. that we do at work. So, what are your you know what, what are, are your, your best practices for this? What are your best practices for that? We have to document them. We have pages upon pages of different topics that have best practices. So let's break this down yes. into, you know, you have a cupcake business on the side. I have my small business, which is just me. Yep. Uh, and then there's companies, I'm sure, that are listening that are representative, that they have two or three employees or 50 employees. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing that was beat into my head, literally, as a teenager, when I began working at the first TV station I worked at, um, I, I was just somebody said once you always you never let a phone ring more than three times and that was back when we had these things called telephones yes but um, I'm always very big on somebody emails me I have I have it set up that if you email me or call me even if I'm on the road or unfortunately on vacation I get notified because I'm kind of this unfortunate dweeb that really doesn't like leaving somebody waiting around for, to hear from me. So I try to instantly contact people. And that's what we have in our call centers is we have average answer times. And so I'm, you know, we have we have specs we need to meet in order to, like, how long is your customer willing to wait? Yes. And when I find myself calling other forms of business, whether it be a uh, publicly held company like an electric company or something mm-hmm. like that, and I have been on hold for an inordinate amount of time. I cannot help myself now, but at, to ask, do you have any standards? Do you have any best practices <laughs> so, for how long your customer so, should be on hold? So can you tell me what 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 what's the average you shoot for? So for us, for our, and we've benchmarked with many other healthcare companies that mm-hmm. do what we do, our average answer time is you have to answer within 30 seconds. Oh my God. So, so I mean, like a live person has to answer. Literally in 30 seconds. Now, does, and, does that mean they go back on hold or they... They're on. I mean, so, no, you, so that's based, ridiculous. So I called, that's I, our goal. Now, if the, if there's not a live agent available. Do they do a callback thing? Nope. It just, it, you're just on hold. Okay. So it's basically just looking and trending. You need to average 30 seconds. Wow. That's so, impressive. Because, it's, uh, yeah, it's not hard to do, but I can tell you one bad day that will like, again, which some people may say a minute and a half isn't that big of a deal to wait because we've all yeah. been there. Unfortunately, a minute and a half when you're used to 
potentially getting picked up in 15 seconds to, you know, again, less than 30, it's an eternity. Yeah. Customers freak. Well, I called, I called a, a, I'm dealing with some stuff with my mom. She's 92 and I had to call a hospital to find out if we could do some things with the bill. And, you know, I knew this is going to be a half hour process and I called and, and it was, went through the phone tree thing, pushing the buttons, but they gave me the option. Your wait time was six minutes, which I honestly thought that's not bad because mm-hmm. normally you hear 15 to 20 minutes or 40 minutes. And they said, or oh, if you can't wait that long, we'll call you back. And sure enough, I did that in five minutes. I got a call back and it was a delightful person and very good customer service experience. So, so what we're going to go through. So I, I'm glad you shared some of this with us because that helps me understand the quality and the length of things that you have to deal with. So I, again, let's go through some of these things. You have you've broken it down into do's and don'ts, and uh, let's let's kind of walk through them. Tell me so, this is again taking your customer service to a, making it a customer experience. So go ahead and with uh, you're going to give me the do's first, right? Yeah. So I mean, basically, and like I said, these are just four. And I'm sure if you Googled or looked or any of the training that I personally have gone through in order to provide, you know, uh, out of the box type of training that companies produce for call centers or for customer service um, groups. This is just, these are four, these are angel terms because I didn't want to get any copyright troubles or whatever. So these are my <laughs> terms and how I put it. And They're and, even better when they're your terms. Well, they, I mean, it's, but it's reality. And but you, tra- you train people all the time on this. This is, you know, so this I is. I do. I have to train the yeah. out of the box stuff that either yeah. I have found or someone else has found. So you're getting um, thousands of dollars worth of great information right near for, for there you go. There you go. And a gajillion years of experience. So yes. I'm just going to go through, I've got them highlighted. I'm not going to give you the definition of each one, but. I should um, mention, we are going to put these on the website. So watch yes. watch for that and yes. we'll give you some information in a little bit. And you're going to say, again, most of these are like extremely common sense, but sadly, as we all know, we don't have, all don't have common sense. So the first one is to listen. The second one is to probe. The third one is take action. And the fourth is follow up. So those are the four, those are the four things that for me as a person giving customer service and receiving it, those are the four most most important things for me. So let's let's break that down a little bit. So your first one sounds like you know, listen. So I call you up and I'm like, hi, I need to order a box of widgets. Yes, as my friend used to always say. So obviously, you know, listen sounds like okay. You know, I want to take a box of widgets, but what 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 are you really listening for? Well, you're listening for everything. So again, because you're on the phone, which is different. If you were in an environment where you're face to face with your customer, mm-hmm. you have a lot more. Um, surface area to to view, their body language, their facial expression, how they're standing, all of that stuff. Whereas if you're on the phone, the only thing you have is, as I've always learned, the sound of their voice. Yes. How are they talking? Are they are they quiet? Are they distant? Do they sound confused? Are they having a conversation with someone in the background? Are they angry? Um and I'm gonna this is not meant to be Hopefully nobody takes it, but you can tell what part of the country they're from as to how they're going to behave. Mm-hmm. If they're from the Midwest versus the South versus the far West Coast versus the upper Northeast oh, region, sure. everybody, every area is different. I Customers love New York. I, I love New York people, but they're in a mad rush for everything. Always. That's the lifestyle they yes. live. And versus if you talk to somebody in the South, how yep. you doing, sweetie? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah. So sorry about your, your, exactly. your Alabama the, the, team. Yeah. The, <laughs> let's not go there. Okay. So, but the... Again, the key is listening, and it's not just listening and because we can all say we're listening, but are you listening or seeking to understand okay. what is it they really need? And you're going beyond that, listening to, again, like I said, what do they sound like? Are they upset? Are they unsure? Are What is it? 
So, so you're listening beyond just the words they're saying. So that obviously leads into your second point, you probe. Yes. So, so that's where if you have questions, if they've got, you know, maybe they don't have the full picture of you, what they're asking ex- for. Exactly. And I mean, I had that my <clears throat> my own experience with that and just doing cupcakes. That is what I do. I have to ask and ask and ask and ask because they'll say, well, I want cupcakes. And they're, okay, well, how, how many? How many people are you feeding? What flavor are you looking for? Do you want a decoration? Is it for a theme? I mean, the, yeah. the questions are endless. Just to say, I want cupcakes, deliver them on Friday. Well, there's you can't, just like a customer calling and asking for something, you can't well, just I, not ask more questions. I get that on videos all the time. Yes. I, I'll get a cold call from a, from a potential client. And almost all of them, bless their hearts, will come up. And it's like, we, we're looking for a three to five minute video to put on our website. Now, I don't immediately start laughing. But inside I do because because as we all know, if you're any kind of web person, you don't do anything more than a minute, maybe 90 seconds on some, but obviously Instagram's a one minute limitation. So I have to typically start probing. What's the purpose of this video? Is this video going to be shown in a sales meeting, which who, who cares? It can be whatever time you need it to be in that yep. case. Or, but if it's going to be on the web or if it's going to be in some sales presentation, it needs to be. A, so then I start asking the questions, what's, who's the audience? Yep. You know, well, we just want to get it for general audience. Okay, then it needs to be a minute long. So instead of making a five-minute video, why don't we make five one-minute videos mm-hmm. and hit one point per topic or something? Exactly. So, so anyway, it's, a, that's it. it's probing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the next one is, depending, again, whatever is going on, take action. I like this. And, and the biggest one is, you know, I have always said, don't waste their time because I don't want my time wasted telling them all the things you can't do. I can't do this. I'm not allowed to do this. This is our policy. These are our rules. You don't listen. I can't do this. (laughs) It's, they don't care. So what can you do? Focus only on what can you do. And it kind of goes back to one of our earlier podcasts that we had either two or three where I said, be a hero. Yeah. I mean, find, find the thing that you can do that's within whatever limits you've been given or whatever scope you've been given of what you can do for your people. And that's what you focus on. What that's, can I do? That's episode two. If you go back, I think it's our second podcast, uh, Be the Hero. And it's actually one of our most popular podcasts that Angel talks about that. And I think it's great. Uh, you can mention that. And 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 again, this I, I think it is. You can, it's always easy to say, I can't do that and I can't do this or you've got your hands tied. Um, and it's because I guess that's that part of us. We feel like we can blame it on someone else, Mm -hmm. but really to say, this is what I can do for you. Obviously it's always the positive. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and and this kind of ties into your next point because on our anniversary day, we were going out and doing stuff and I was dealing with, unfortunately, one of my clients called and I (laughs) sent an email saying, I'm going to be gone tomorrow, but they still called anyway. Yep. And they had some very simple changes they wanted to do to this project we we're working on, and I and I was listening. But for my own sake and for theirs, I immediately dictated an email back to them. Hey, thanks a lot for the call. Just want to ver- just want to clarify. I love using that word. We're gonna do one, two, three on the video. I'm gonna try to get it to you next week, and have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I and had that- I had it in writing. Yep. He had it in writing, and actually he sent an email back. Oh, and, and add one more thing to it. But now we were we were into an email conversation, which was a little easier to deal with. But, but I, that comes right back yeah. to point four, which is follow up. Perfect. So again, what action are you going to take? And then make sure you take that action. So if there is, sometimes things don't require a follow-up. It just yeah. depends on the situation, whatever's going on. But if you've you've said, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to find this out, or just like John has said, let me do this or that, then I'm going to get back with you. And if you give them a time frame, stick to that time frame. And I am 
blasphemously guilty of sometimes not doing that because of different situations. And I never make excuses. I always say, nope, I didn't get back to you like I said. Mm-hmm. And I, cause they don't want to help, they don't want to hear it. So I get on with it and I, and I get to the follow up. And I, and a, a thing I'm going to throw out for the creative people who are listening, cause there's a difference. If like you are an accountant, if you are a library <laughs> or mm-hmm. something, you, you folks, God bless you. You actually, um, have like a memory and things that us creative people typically who see, Oh, look, there's a shiny object. Um, <laughs> and, when you do a follow-up, it's so important because then they, just like I had to do that with my client because I knew it was Friday. I knew we were going to go and, eight, you know, it was going to be 18 hours before I got back home. And I really wanted to make sure I knew because I, I don't know how many times I've told this to Angel. I, I, I had this idea this morning and it was really great and it was probably going to solve cancer, but I forgot to write yes. it down and I don't remember what it is now. Yes, he's lost that cure so many times. So yeah. whenever you can, creative people especially, or if you're you know like Angel and you do cupcakes or whatever and you talk about I'm going to do a strawberry blah, blah, blah cake, well, send that back in an email to them. It does two things. It confirms the fact that you were on the right track, and they don't say, oh, no, I meant minis instead of full-size uh, cupcakes. Or And likewise, you have a physical record on your phone, so if it is three weeks away, you can go back and say, oh, no, I don't want to call that person and act like I forgot everything you told me about the most important date of your life. I can go back and look, oh, that's right. I said I was going to do this. It's almost like a contract. So let's review the do's real quick. Do's is you got to listen, right? Yep. You can see I'm listening. Yes, you are. Got to probe. Got to ask those questions. Always. Take action. Tell your customers what you're going to do and try to do it in a positive way versus a, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then follow up. Make sure you write it down in creative people. Please put it in writing so you don't forget and you don't have to call the person back and say, yeah, that really important wedding you had coming up, what was that? It was the cake I was doing for you? Because that kills all confidence. Mm-hmm. It would be like, it would be like, well, it's like some of the commercials they've got on TV. It's like, so which leg am I amputating here? I don't remember. <laughs> I I really don't think you should be doctor. So. I don't think so. So I, I unfortunately, because we talked a lot about comedians, I wanted, what I would like to do is I'm going to cut a short here on this episode with the do's. Okay. Let's come back next week. Let's leave a cliffhanger, as we like to Ooh, say in television. Dun, dun, dun. And talk about the don'ts. Because if you don't get the don'ts, you're all going to die. Oh, there we go. So that's I mean, that's extreme. It will be a fiery death, and it will be very, very bad. And your business will fail and never yes. ever succeed. It will never be good. And whatever political party you hate will be the ones in office next year. There so you it go. will be. That's how bad it will be. So again, let me just again thank everybody. We went over. I know this is not a big deal. This is how we are. Okay, we are not this gigantic. Uh, big media conglomerate that has 20,000 likes on our Instagram. We just went over 200, and I am so excited. And I wish I had a cowbell to ring, but I don't. Because I'm thrilled about that because we've only been doing this for a few weeks. And 200 people on Instagram following us and, 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 and loving us and sending us stuff and really liking, I really am glad because they're 200 of the coolest people ever. So thank you for following us, and we invite you to follow us on Instagram. We are also on Facebook, but I'll be honest with you, most of our stuff is going to be on Instagram. Uh, We are going to do a Twitter at some point, but I just haven't quite rolled into what we're going to do with that. Um, We are going to do some live things uh, on Facebook Live with some of our podcasts just because we just want to have some fun and give a treat. what I found. What'd you find? Oh, it's a cowbell. (laughs) Woo! 
I'm sorry. I just what would we do without that. the? What we do? Oh, oh now, now it won't stop. Ah! Oh, fabulous. There we go. Sorry. No, that's fine. Both Angel and I want to say to you is, well, we're we're this new podcast. Uh, we've had our businesses for a while, but we were a new we're a new podcast. This was something very exciting for us to start because we really want to encourage small businesses and share not only what we have gone through, but we have so many great friends who are also in small business that we want to share. We got some great friends coming up that will be talking uh, with us in upcoming episodes, but. Um, you know, we don't take anything for granted. I know I see a lot of people like we just hit eight thousand people on Instagram, and we ate. You know, we just hit two hundred people on Instagram, and I'm so thrilled because those are two hundred amazing people who followed us and uh, like what we're doing. And for those of you who listen to the podcast and are sharing it, and each week tune in with us, it means so much. We've uh, we're just I think you know as you see, seventeen weeks in, we're trying to be consistent with it. But uh, your reviews mean so much. If you could review us on on iTunes, if you could share us with anybody, if you want to subscribe, great. But just keep listening. And we just appreciate you so much for being a part of uh, our little world here at Marketing Media and Cupcakes. We are a presentation of Ondo Media, and we encourage you to keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.